You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. Tough one for the 76ers against the Toronto Raptors tonight. They lose the four-game season series. Three games to one. The final score from the center tonight, 119-107. I'm Brian Seltzer. Let's go right now to the post-game press conference podium. I believe we have Brett Brown. It's, it's how do you feel, and there was intermittently enough timeouts, and I used a lot of timeouts. Uh, there was more of a stage in the, in the fourth period that I was going to take him out, and there was, a, uh, there was a timeout, and we could get him another few minutes there, and then, you know, off we went. But, yeah, it's not, it's not really the number of minutes that I – and I thought, I, I thought that, that he was incredible down the stretch. You know, he put the team on his back. Um, he had a right to be fatigued and I thought I was going to be able to get him out during that time frame and, you know, the timeout enabled us to find him some rest and let him continue. The, the Raptors scored 72 points in the first half and it seemed like they were able to get whatever they wanted. What did you see from that first half? Just what you just said. You, you know, it's not who we are. It's not how we you know, play defense. It's not anything that we're about. I give Toronto credit. They drove it down our throats. We didn't respond individually. I thought we were poor just guarding our own man. You know, you can see those young guys. It's a lesson uh, when, when you, you put those, some of those young guys on the floor. Even some of our veterans needed to, and as a group, we needed to do better. And I think that if you look at the first half versus the second half, completely different. And uh, I respect the fight that they had to get back in it. The first half is something that does not reflect who we are, and we need to do better. So Ben's turnovers, he had six tonight. Is, is that just, again, Toronto was kind of forcing him to play in the crowd and, you know, just kind of bothering him? Um, maybe there's some of that. I mean, there, there was a stage in the third period that and we're down and you can feel it the game feels funny and then all of a sudden we get on a little bit of a run and we get it to 10 and we have five consecutive turnovers think of that and there were a few uh 
not timely turnovers in the fourth period that that also let the game change. I think we had 18 turnovers for the game. You can't do that against this team. They really do a great job of taking those uh, taking those turnovers and adding fuel to their break. Um, during that third period, I think the turnovers for me were felt the worst when we had five consecutive, and uh, I think the game went from 10 to 18 or 10 to 17. Did you make of the, the foul call against Landry there at the end? I mean, it, it's it, it, it's 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 a tough call. That's his natural shooting motion. Uh, he's he's got a lot of four point plays on 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 just shooting, sort of with that action. You know, he turns inside, he rises up. Uh, I've seen it back there in the locker room. Um, I thought we were on a tremendous run. You know, it could have cut it, I think, to five, maybe even four, you know, five, and then with the free throw going and uh, to, to four. I, I thought it was a tough call. What did you make of the officiating as a whole? It felt like in the building. Do you want to get me fined? <laughs> no. Well, I'm not going to answer you. We don't want to get Brett Brown fined, so we will exit stage left right there. Well, it was a tough game for the 76ers tonight. They lose to the Raptors. 119-107, second straight loss. The Raptors now are four and a half games in front of the 76ers for second place in the Eastern Conference standings. First place in the Atlantic Division. Toronto improves to 39-16. and 16. The 76ers 34-20 and 20 on the year. Raptors win the season series again, this time three games to one. The situation and scenario and sequence Brett Brown was just talking to and referring to right there with about two minutes, 45 seconds to go. It looked like Landry Shamit not only made a corner three, but also an opportunity to go to the line to complete a four-point play, but he was called for kicking out while lifting up an offensive foul. Kawhi Leonard goes back the other way and knocks down a couple free throws. And instead of perhaps being down by four, the 76ers, well, they were instead looking at a deficit of 115 to 105 as time was winding out. The first half, there's a lot of people out there, I'm sure. I know Devon Givens, he's back at the studio getting ready for In the Post, and I encourage you to call him at 610-632-0975 in a bit. I know a lot of people are not going to be thrilled with the officiating tonight. There were a lot of questionable calls, I thought, on both ends of the court. But really, if you want to try and look at how this game tracked tonight and where things got away, the Sixers, as Brett was talking about, the first half was just tough. Now, the Sixers, these weren't ideal circumstances. I know people might look at the schedule and say, well, you know what? They had two days without games between the Sacramento game on Saturday and coming back here to play in South Philadelphia tonight. But if you've traveled long distances and there have been time zone shifts and you take a red-eye flight, I would presume that perhaps the Sixers weren't feeling altogether right still coming back off that West Coast trip. So you come home, you have a really difficult opponent that's trying to get itself going. You find out moments before the game that one of your best players, J.J. Redick, is not going to be there. Uphill battle for the 76ers. They go up 72 points in the first half, the most points scored by a Raptors team in any half this season. The turnovers were an issue, particularly in the first quarter when the Sixers had six of their 18 for the game. Uh, they were ultimately outscored 30-16 in points off turnovers. Toronto has just really 
physically strong and long players. They were plus 10 on the offensive glass against the Sixers. That didn't help. And between the offensive rebounding that favored Toronto and the turnover issues, Toronto ended up taking 19 more shots in the game than the Sixers. And if you're allowing that much of a disparity, uh, you're playing with fire. And so the 76ers were. They hung around. They fought. Joel Embiid was fantastic in the fourth quarter. He just really, as Brett Brown said, put the team on his back. 14 points in the fourth quarter to help the 76ers cause, but just not quite enough as the Sixers lose 119-107. thought all things considered, as the game went along, especially when it was hanging in the balance late in the fourth quarter, defense was pretty good on Kawhi Leonard. Sixers just could not come up after they got the stops with scoring possessions the other way. Toronto wins the game 119-107. We'll talk about it a little bit more with Tom McGinnis. He is coming up next. It's the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to sixers.com slash join club 76, email club 76 at 76ers.com, or call 215-339-7676. 215-339-7676. and the Toronto Raptors round four. And the final round in the regular season, that is, down here at the center, 119-107, the final score. The Raptors win it. They're now 39-16 and on the year. The 76ers are 34-20. and There are four and a half games in between the two teams. I'm Brian Seltzer. Tom McGinnis had the call of tonight's game. Tom, there were a lot of things to take away from this game. There was the tough call against Landry Shamit late in the game. But there was that defense and some of the issues the 76 encountered in the first half. I mean, it was a tough spot regardless given the opponent for the Sixers. But coming off that West Coast trip, no J.J. Redick. I mean, those aren't ideal circumstances. No, you're right. There certainly were some things. But you're at home, and no doubt about it, the Sixers were flat. They didn't execute well. But you got to give them credit and their bench. Let's face it, their bench, their second unit's better than the Sixers awesome. bench. They're Certainly, great. when they, when you, for the Sixers, you take two reserves player, reserve players, in Shamit and Muscala, and you bump them up to the starters. Now you're a little depleted. And having said that, I thought Korkmaz certainly contributed. He had a double-figure game. But there's, like you say, there's a lot of different things and areas you could go to parts of the game. But in that time where Shamit got called for the foul. Then the Sixers come down, and again, it's a seven-point game. It's a nine-point. You cannot let them score again, and they had that sequence led by Siakam, led by a tap-out by Leonard, where they got not one, not two, but three cracks at it. And again, the reset now is at 14, so it's not as big of a, you know, where they got a whole other 24 seconds like in years past. But that was, and I don't even know if they scored at the end of one of those plays, but Greg Monroe had a couple good second jump opportunities in the lane. He scored, and and they were, like I said, their reserves. I think Siakam, I mean, he is, look, I don't know how underrated he is because he was an Eastern Conference Player of the Week earlier in the season, but in his third year, he has really jumped up several layers. He has been a major contributor. And to your point earlier, Brian, like, the Sixers did a good job on Kawhi Leonard, save for sending him to the line with double-digit free throws. He went 16 of 17 for the line, but he was 3-11 from the field. And in that sequence that I'm talking about where they got multiple opportunities, 
they swarmed him. They did a really good job. Joel was dominant at 1.9 consecutive points. Uh, he was awesome. Uh, ben had a really good game. Jimmy Butler, again, only one rebound. He ended up with 18 points. But, uh, you know, let's face it. Right now, the Toronto Raptors have the Sixers number here and without doubt there. Sixers lose to the Raptors for the third time this season, 119-107. I'm going to throw a couple quick-hitting things. You can respond to them if you'd like. Just now looking back at the totality of the four-game season series. Brett Brown was talking before the game, like, this is a learning opportunity. You try to find out more. Uh, Obviously, you cannot turn the ball over against this team because the Sixers did it three times. They lost all those three games. I think Joel showed that he can pretty much have his way in in this series. They had a a tough matchup problem with him. I felt like Ben looked like he got a little bit more comfortable as the season series went along. And then going back to the bench, I mean, there's some long, good athletes, physical guys for the Raptors, and Valanciunas didn't even play tonight. Well, when you talk about Joel in the second game up there before JV got hurt, they went on a road trip. That's where he got hurt out west uh, shortly thereafter he he did very well against it beat so he's going to come back they expect him back in their next game or against the knicks uh the turnovers you're right the sixers had 18 tonight in the four games they've averaged 19 and points off turnovers are huge uh if if this is a learning lesson well this is a hard lesson because right now like i said toronto is the better team so to their second unit and brett brown addressed this pregame and that is They've had these are not rookies. They've played and they played. They've had tremendous regular seasons, so they've had great experience there. And they've pushed forth deep into the playoffs in years past. So Van Fleet, Siakam, who had been a player on the bench in the last couple of years, he started a lot his rookie year. Not so much last year. Delon Wright has come on really well, and Norman Powell has been great. So those guys are they're like young veterans. And tonight they got nothing from Danny Green, and yet they've, they've been uh, very successful against the Sixers. Kyle Lowry, he was doubtful. He's had a bad back. He's had to get you know injections because of his lower back pain. And tonight he comes into Philadelphia, and he goes crazy. I mean, he was tremendous early on in the game. Not so much late, but five of his seven field goals were three. So they got really good players. Again, they got an injection uh, with, with Kawhi Leonard in terms of that trade. They get Nick Nurse as a coach. I mean, think about that. They trade away a perennial all-star in DeMar DeRozan. They get an even better player in Leonard. They fire the coach of the year, and they're doing better. I mean, credit to Masai Ujiri, their GM. They're doing really well. Guess what? Long way to go. It's a February game. But if the Sixers have to play Toronto, they're going to have to upset them and shock them because so far the Raptors have ruled against Philadelphia. All right, coming up next for the 76ers on Friday. I'm looking forward to this rematch. Hopefully both teams will be at full strength. Denver Nuggets on a back-to-back home road. They wild Houston, edged Minnesota by a point, lost at Detroit. But they're on a road trip, and we might see Joe versus Jokic, which should be a lot of fun. Right. No, Jokic had a... uh, a triple-double against the Sixers. Remember now, Jamal Murray did not play in that game. You're not going to have Wilson Chandler for the Sixers. Hopefully, J.J. is back. They're good, and they're unless you really follow the NBA, you don't realize how good Denver is. They are now the second-place team in the West because the Warriors have been on such a tear, but Mike Malone is going to coach the Western Conference All-Stars. This is yet another one of these games throughout this last two weeks and heading into the All-Star game where the Sixers play a tremendous amount of playoff teams, 
and Denver's another one, and uh, they're deep. They are they are really good. I mean, the Sixers were undermanned in that game at the Pepsi Center a week ago Saturday, but they, they beat the Sixers by 16 points. So hopefully you'll see Joel against uh, Jokic in that game. He's a, a player, again, if you're a fan, it's an amazing talent to all the skills that he brings to the table. And, again, the Sixers need this game in order to get back on track. We will certainly hear from Tom McGinnis on Friday. Talk to you then, man. Thank you. Sixers lose to the Raptors 119-107. We'll hit some highlights and close things out next on the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. The Delaware Blue Coats have arrived. The Sixers' official NBA G League affiliate is opening the all-new 76ers Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Blue Coats games are perfect for business outings and an awesome family night out. Visit Sixers.com slash Bluecoats. That's Sixers.com slash Bluecoats. Tickets start at 10 bucks. Just 10 bucks. That's Sixers.com slash Bluecoats. Join the revolution today. Sixers starting a four-game homestand after a four-game Western Conference road trip. Up first, the Toronto Raptors. Toronto coming in with Kawhi Leonard and Serge Ibaka back. They did not play here back just before Christmas, and the 76ers were trying to battle uphill from the outset. Outside left, Simmons off a high screen by Joel. Ben drives it down the lane, right-hand layup. Good. Boy, he got speed. He would not be denied. Ben Simmons scoring it on a dribble drive. Good high action off the handoff by Embiid. 9-8 Toronto. But shortly after that, the Raptors would score eight straight points and gain control of the game. The 76ers trailed 40-28 to after a quarter of play. In the second, Toronto threatening to pull away. Ben Simmons doing what he could to keep the 76ers within relative striking distance. Lowry knocks it away. Ben, though, picks it up. Simmons going right at Kawhi. Hangs, puts it up and in. What a play by Ben Simmons. An athletic move. Driving on the right side. Lifts his knees to his chest. Turns toward the basket. Slides by Kawhi and puts it in. 76ers trailed 72-55 at the break. In the third quarter, there was a spurt where the Sixers were threatening to get close, but Kyle Lowry, he was a really key player for the Raptors tonight. Toronto on the perimeter with Danny Green guarded by Landry Shamit to Lowry from well beyond the arc, and it's good. His fifth three in the game. That is a 28-point trade by Philadelphia native Kyle Lowry. And for the Sixers, they got it close with about five minutes left in the third quarter, but turnovers on five consecutive possessions did not help the cause. They trailed 100-82 going into the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter was Joel Embiid time. Let us zoom ahead to when the 76ers cut the deficit to single digits. Joel with it out top against Monroe. Spins in the lane. Fades. Fires left wing. It's good. Embiid is unstoppable right now. The Sixers have cut it to seven. He was phenomenal. That was right after Jimmy Butler stole the ball from Kawhi Leonard, one of the great plays of the game. But the Sixers, they missed an open corner three from Muscala on the possession after that. They threw it away after Toronto boosted the lead back up to eight. And the Sixers were down by 11 with about four and a half to go. Ben Simmons scored first, and then Joel Embiid had one more basket left. Embiid fakes a three, drives it out of pocket, in the lane, off balance, knocked down hard, no call. Brett Brown is on the court. And the Raptors turn it over. TJ to Joe, and he jams it. Joe Gwenbead puts it in. That made a 112-105, 3.47 left. Kawhi Leonard would split free throws his next trip down, and then the key call of the game would appear to be a good potential four-point play for Landry Shamit with 2.45 to go was called off because it was an offensive foul on Landry Shamit. Kawhi Leonard free throws. Ice the game for the Raptors. 76ers lose 119-107. Kawhi Leonard finished with 24 points, but he was 3 of 11 from the field. 
He had two of his shots in the first quarter. He was 6 of 17 from the line, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 20 points, 10 rebounds for Serge Ibaka. Kyle Lowry with 20 points, 6 assists. He had 17 points in the first half, 16 points, 6 rebounds for Pascal Siakam. Norman Powell with 14 off the bench. Greg Monroe was big with Ibaka in foul trouble, 10 points, 7 rebounds off the bench. For the other Moose man, for the 76ers, Joel Embiid leading the way, 37 points, 13 rebounds, 20 points, 7 boards, 6 assists for Ben Simmons. He did have 6 turnovers, 18 points for Jimmy Butler, 5 of 12 from the field. He had 5 assists as well. 76ers now 34 and 20 after their second loss in a row. The Raptors improve to 39 and 16. Sixers are 4.5 games back of Toronto in the standings for second place in the Eastern Conference. Coming up next for the 76ers, they have the Denver Nuggets. That game is on. On Friday, and it should be a good one. Jokic Embiid provided full health, and hopefully the 76ers get J.J. Redick back as well. 7 o'clock tip-off time. That means our coverage gets underway at 6.50. Ah, I stand corrected. That is not true because we have an episode of Sixers in 60. Devon and I will be doing things from down here at the center on Friday, so we'll get started at 6 o'clock, and we'll have some reaction from the trade deadline, I'm sure, which is coming up uh, on Thursday. All right, Devon standing by in the post. He'll have you for the next 40 minutes or so. Big thanks to Brian McLaughlin and Carl Namoli back at the studio. Marty Dickerson here. Now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score. Toronto Raptors, 119, 76ers, 107. Have a great rest of your Tuesday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season, all year long. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.